Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you have, if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. People change their names. You could email me from a phony number. I don't really care who you are, really, honestly. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have a true naughty story that you want to call in and talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. On my website, there's links to everything, including my YouTube channel. So if you want to see parts of me, you can't see my face, but you could see other parts of me over on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You could go there, subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because I get to talk to people. That's the place where people could comment and then I could comment back. It's totally fair. And I love commenting about the episodes. You could comment now on Spotify too. I, I, I do polls on Spotify. People are able to comment on the episodes, which is super fun. I love hearing from my listeners. If you love my show and you listen, make sure to subscribe on any podcast app that you're on. And if you're on Spotify or iTunes, give me a five-star review. That kind of shit really helps the show. Now, if you just have a naughty confession that you want to leave on my confessions hotline, you could do that. And if you do that, your confession could wind up on an episode. All of the confessions remain anonymous. I change everyone's voices. If you want to Take part in that. Call my confessions hotline. Make sure you talk slowly, clearly. Don't call from a headset. Just put the phone to your ear old school style and call that way. That's probably the best way to get a good connection so I could actually hear what you're saying. You get four minutes to leave a message if you want to talk some more. Just call back. I edit them together. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 24-7. Those confessions are also aired on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon is a really great place to go and join and take part in my Discord community going on over there. Besides getting to be a part of my Discord community, you get access to that on my Patreon. You also see anonymous pics of all of my guests, like every single female guest that's been on my show. You could see, you could put a body to the... <laughs> to the episode. It's the, all those pictures are over my Patreon. You get early and ad-free episodes. You get Q&As. And like I said, you get access to my Discord channel where people are getting super naughty and having fun. There's over 2,000 people already signed up there. So sign up now. It's only $5 a month and you could cancel at any time. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now listen, this is a Girl Talk episode and it's super interesting. I'm talking to Mizzy Bender. She runs her own sex parties, swinger parties. She's got her own podcast. She called in to my show before. She's got a really interesting backstory. She was a married vanilla girl and then she got into swinging. She met a new partner. He got her into the lifestyle. They have their own parties, mind bender parties, swinger parties. And that's what we're talking about here today. I wanted to do an episode where you would get all of the info you need 
on what goes down, what to do, what not to do, what you're going to see, what you're not going to see at a swingers party, swingers club, hotel takeover. We talk about it all. I have a bunch of questions that I had prepared to ask her. She's a professional. Like I said, she runs these parties. She knows all about it. She's talked specific about her parties because they rolled their own certain way. But most of the time she's talking very general about what you can expect what you could do, what you could, what you should not do, <laughs> what consent is all about, how to get into a party, what the vetting process is about. You're definitely going to get an overall view of what goes down at a swingers party. And I think this episode is full of a lot of really important information because I think there's a lot of really important information for newbies out there. If you're thinking about going to a swingers party, you've never been to one, you're wondering. And it's not like they have rules written out on the wall. So there was a lot of things that she told me about that I would have had no, no idea. Like, so I just think that this information is invaluable for a couple who's thinking of maybe going and just checking out the scene because that should always be your first step. Just go and check it out if you want to. You don't even have to feel pressure to do anything. And we talk about that as well. But you're going to get the list of to do's, what not to do and how everything works at a swingers party. It's super interesting. Mizzy has her own podcast. I'm going to put a link to it. I was on her podcast. It's going to air on February 15th. She also has a boutique where she sells sexy stuff. She also has her parties and they take place, I think, in Rhode Island. She gives a shout out to it, Mindbender Parties. Links to everything will all be in the description. I also have hot pics of her over on my Patreon. Anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Mizzy. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Mizzy Bender. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, and I am very happy to be back. Thank you. I'm happy you're back. I love the topic that we're going to talk about. It's all about swingers parties, and that's kind of like what you do. You're a little female entrepreneur, and I say little because you're young. I don't mean like little, little. <laughs> you're just like a young girl that like got into the lifestyle, and you've really made a whole business out of it. I have your whole backstory already. It's episode 598, so if people want to hear your backstory, how you got your got met your guy got into lifestyle they have to listen to that episode because it's super interesting but eventually like you took it to another level I don't know if it was like your guy was already in the swingers parties business but you got involved you do that you got a company called Mindbender events you also have a sex shop where you sell some sexy things right you also have a podcast yep. so why don't That's you give right. shout outs to everything and then we're going to talk about swinger parties Yes. Awesome. So yeah, so everything started with my partner with my mentor parties. And that is a traveling events company that strictly does adult lifestyle um, parties. And from there, I did branch out and opened up Mizzy's Boutique, which is a novelty boutique. You can get all sorts of fun, sassy attire. You could get all sorts of toys, floggers, like everything in between to like cupware and just like everyday stuff, but geared towards the sassy adult. And then of course, the podcast just kind of fit into the scope of everything to be able to I don't know, I guess like maybe educate on the events itself and how you kind of integrate yourself into this world in the most proper, respectful, etiquette kind of way, because I am huge. I definitely stand behind like the morals of what we should be doing as human beings, especially when you get into these alternative lifestyles. People kind of think there's a free for all around it. And that's just not how it is. So I feel super passionate about sharing the journeys of others and 
sharing what experiences are really like and kind of cutting out some of that fantasy type work. So that's kind of how they all intertwine and came together and got to these three pillars. And so we can dive into it however, you know, you see fit. Yeah, no, I love that. And so that's what's great about your podcast. We're going to do a brief overview of all the questions people would have about swingers parties, you know, Um, and then if they want to know more, that's what you're doing over on your show, right, is like really diving deep into all the stuff we're going to touch upon on this podcast, because that's what you do. But you also live in the lifestyle, too. Oh, yeah. I, I will, eat, breathe, sleep this lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were a vanilla girl before married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were that's married correct. with kids, not with kids, but you know, white picket fence, yeah. married to a guy, like long term relationship, and then everything changed. Like I said, your story is yeah. super interesting. We already have that, but this is a girl talk episode on everything you ever wanted to know about swingers parties yeah because right? yeah. you yeah. host them now my first question would be like how do people find swingers parties in their area so i always recommend going to a site called sdc s is mm-hmm. in sam d is in david c is in charlie it's the largest international community and they have a lot of resources educational pieces blogs but they also have events listings and you can kind of filter it to your area specifically one thing i will mention is that people have the maybe thought that there's going to be a swingers party right in their backyard and that's (laughs) usually not the case like you got to travel to it I would say maybe if you're not in a very popular town you probably have to drive to the mainstream towns and a little bit more of the populated areas so that's like the one notation that I will say because people are always like oh I'm looking but I don't see anything well you have to branch out a little bit further and take it from there so I think that that's one of the best websites I do education live sessions on there also. So I'm super passionate about the community and building the community on that site. So that would be my recommendation. Oh, they have educational blogs or something. What are you doing on there? So on there, it's almost like a live Facebook stream or like you what you would do on a Patreon or Instagram, any one of the platforms. But so I'll back it up and say initially, all of the live videos on these sites, on this site particularly, usually was just like sex where you can live stream and people can join and they can watch. And however that goes for that voyeurism and exhibitionist, exhibitionist person. For SDC, what they're trying to do is really bring more resources aside from just the sex and really try and promote how you really engage within the communities themselves. So they're trying to branch out within that those live sex sessions into more of like live educational pieces. So they've been inviting on different influencers and educators to kind of just figure out what your topics are. What do you want to talk about? How do you want to present it? And let's build this community together. So I started doing that with them a couple of months ago, and it's been going so well. For me, I love it because it's, like I said, it's international. So I get to learn about how people participate in the swingers world in different countries. And for me, that's fascinating because it is so far different than the United States. So for me, I get to learn and grow just as I'm teaching those that are watching. So it for me, it's a really powerful movement. And I'm really happy that I am part of it. Because like I said, it's one of the things that I'm super passionate about. So to do it on such a high scale with such a great company is like dynamite. 
Yeah, that's amazing. And so people just have to sign up for SDC. All of that is available to them. They could also hook up with couples or is it just like an events type of place? Nope. It's you log on and you do create a profile. I do have a trial code. If I'm allowed to share it, I will. If not, I won't say it. Yeah. Okay. So if, if you do go to it, use trial code 35907. That will give you access to the site for... I think it's maybe like a week or two for you to explore. And it is set up just like a Facebook account. So you go on, you create your profile. I do encourage you to put updated real life photos within your profile <laughs> and and actually build a, a description that is not too long, but kind of right to the point of what you're looking for. You want to be honest and transparent and be really clear on what your expectations are and what your needs are from the lifestyle. So my emphasis would be to really concentrate on building the profile that you think is going to get you the most engagement within the community. Because after all, that's what you're looking for. You're looking to find like-minded humans. And the only way to do that is to really describe what it is about you and what you're looking for from this whole lifestyle experience. And then you're able to follow people. You are allowed to join different groups. So for myself, you'll go on there and it will bring you to Mizzy Bender and it's the Mizzy Bender show. So you can come into my group and I was kind of a private group. So I do accept you into it, but it's kind of just another way to communicate with myself, with other group members. There's always group messages that attach to the different live sessions that I'm doing. So you can automatically go into the the messaging area and find those that are looking for the same topic as you. So you're able to connect with others that are kind of at the same level as you. So there's a lot of benefits to it. Ever find yourself craving a getaway from the boring routine of daily life? Why not indulge in a super hot fantasy world on Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of short, sexy audio stories. Whether you want to hear stories about two girls or two guys or a threesome or moresome or solo play, you're going to find it on Dipsy. They have hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there's always something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories and wellness sessions, and they also offer written stories. And you know what I love about Dipsy the most is their jump to the action button. So if you're really horny and you want to get right to the part where the action starts, you just click a button and it takes you right there. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. When you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon, that's 30 days full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon, dipsystories.com slash strictly anon, or just go to the description, click on the link to get 30 days of free access. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast 
at gmail.com or go to my website, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, I love that. I, yeah. I've heard other people have brought up SDC this and that, but mm-hmm. I never got had the full explanation. So now if somebody finds this swingers party, what is the process of getting invited or getting on the list? Is it like, oh, they just give you the address and you wind up going? How do you wind up at the party once you've found the one that you want to go to? So there's going to be different levels and variations depending on the group, the host, and the club. So for us ourselves, Mindbender Parties is a very open, all-inclusive events company. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of shifted as we've become more public on social media. Social media kind of blew up a little bit more during COVID. And we had a lot more influencers come out in the swingers space. And things started to become a lot more publicize where initially swinging was very under the radar very confidential it wasn't really spoken about much but you had that covid time where people started to like really pop on and start doing their thing on social media that it it exploded and we're kind of at this turning point now for us personally where i believe it's going to become a little bit more difficult for us to vet and pay attention to all those community members that are flowing through since it has opened up so much more. So for us, we really pay attention at the door. When you walk into our club for the night, we're paying attention to your body language. We're paying attention to how you're dressed. We're paying attention to who you're accompanied with. We are paying attention to everything that it is about you to ensure that we feel like you belong here. As far as single gentlemen, we do ask single gentlemen to email us because we want to have an understanding of how many single men want to come to the event and have an idea to be able to balance it at the door because we always make sure that there is a very balanced number versus couples and single females. So that is one way we do really do the betting is more geared towards them. But like in general, like that's how you guys roll. I would say probably some, maybe in some cities where they're always having tons of people coming in and out, newbies, right? They're always going to have to vet somehow, right? Typically when you're signing up for a party, do you show up and they vet you at the door like you're saying you guys do? Or is it something you have to email? Like, no, you know? yeah, there are some other groups that will make you send a photo oh, and send some descriptions about yourself to mm-hmm. see if you fit within their, you know, composition of their events, whether yeah. it's your age, your body composition, there is that. There are other clubs where you have to submit an application and they will do like a phone interview with you and say, okay, we got your application. Let's go through some of these questions. Okay, we think that you're a fit for this club. You can come down on whether it's a newbie night or whatever the club's outline is for their new members. Then they present it and then you come down. There's usually an orientation or small little things to get you integrated into the club. Most of the time, those clubs do have a membership fee attached to it. I don't really know the scale because we don't work that way and all the clubs are different but they do work in that way 
some clubs don't allow single men at all. So you have to make sure that you understand what club you're going to and what they allow. Sometimes there's very specific nights for bisexuality or whatever this one may be, or who knows what it is. So you really have to pay attention to the group and the community that you're entering into because the rules do vary even as far down into the Facebook groups. If you're trying to join a community on an online social presence, there is vetting there also. You are not just allowed, yeah, you are not allowed to just enter the swinging groups because it is confidential. And we do need to make sure that you're not going to be snapping photos of what's going on in the group and who's posting what and whatever, because the sensitivity and keeping the confidentiality of the members is super important. So if you're making it into one of the private groups, we need to make sure, are you really a swinger? Are you really in this world? Where is it that, how is it that you found us? And a lot of the groups operate in that way where you need to be vetted before you go into those. Yeah, that makes sense. I never even thought of that. I have a bunch of questions I'm going to ask you. I thought of ahead of time, but I didn't think, what about cameras and iPhones inside the swingers club? Is it like no pictures allowed, I would assume? Well, I have a very diverse opinion on this Mm -hmm. because of the world that we live in Mm -hmm. and the very social life that we all have. And myself as an influencer or content creator or however you want to classify me as is very difficult not to have my phone because I'm constantly trying to take whatever content that I need for all of my own stuff. So how can I turn around and tell somebody you can't have your phone here? Well, now I'm being hypocritical. And I also think that that's just not a feasible thing in the world that we live in, unless you are physically telling everybody, leave your phone at the door. So we see that it's here. We don't want to have anything to do with kind of getting involved in the phones. So, so we, but we also hire a professional photographer at our events to try and minimize the amount of cell phone use that was going on around the club to try and offset because we knew that people wanted sexy photos and we knew that people want to capture these moments. So we figured if we took control of it and provided that service for you, it would help minimize any discrepancies people would feel about having cameras or needing or feeling the need to have their camera out. So it was our way of trying to resolve that. What do people, what should people wear to a swingers club? People really love the themes and every swingers event is always thematic. So Mm -hmm. we really do encourage you to dress in theme because it's fun and it brings the environment to life and people find their sexiness and they find their individuality in these outfits that they create and build and a lot of times there's competition between everybody on who's creating the most incredible outfit and what is this this time and so it it just brings a really fun element to it however if you are not interested in dressing in theme because some people don't like that just dress presentable if you're a gentleman don't come in a sweatshirt and a baseball hat come like you want to be somewhere and you're trying to put your best foot forward I'm I'm going to use the analogy as like a first date because you're trying to fuck somebody so I mean <laughs> you know you're what right, I mean like you want to look good right so I just think you should just like dress to the nines and really present your way yourself in a way that you want to be perceived as and the women also this is your opportunity to really dress however you want to because you could go from 
fully naked to fully clothed. So, and everything in between lingerie, the scale is so wide. So I encourage the women to just kind of branch out of your comfort zone a little bit. And, you know, you always wanted to wear that Halloween costume, quote unquote. Well, now's your opportunity to try it out and see what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I would think that some maybe some people would think you they go to a swingers party, they got to take off all their clothes. You're not necessarily just walking around naked all the time, right? No, I mean, there's different no. ways that different places work. And I, so I'll say this also. Yes, n- people have the impression that you're going to go to a swingers club and you're going to just walk in and all of a sudden you're going into an orgy and people are going to be exactly. butt ass naked everywhere. Exactly. And <laughs> It is so not like that. If you want to break it down to like how the night flows generally. So you walk through the door and it's nine o'clock at night. Events start usually around eight or nine. Mm -hmm. You come in, you go to the bar, you grab your drink. You're kind of getting your feet wet about the environment. You're checking out the club, who's around. You're watching who's coming through the door. Maybe around 10 o'clock people start dancing and they start getting the courage to intermingle and get their juices flowing a little bit. By the time 12 o'clock, maybe 11.30, a quarter to 12, maybe you'll start seeing people start taking off their clothes. Um, The women are going to get a little bit topless. They're getting a little bit more frisky. They're feeling their way a little bit more. By the time like 12, 12.30 comes, people are going into the back room to bang. And then it kind of like flows until maybe 1.30 that's happening. All the sexual energies flowing. Mm-hmm. 1.30 to 2 o'clock, people come back out on the dance floor. Maybe they have their clothes on. Maybe they don't. And it's kind of just like they're just dancing and ending their night in a really great way. So nobody should ever feel pressured that they have to be naked or have to take off their clothes at any point in time because you do not have to do anything that you do not feel comfortable with that's going to make you feel out of place. Nothing. You should feel your most best self at all times. Yeah. And talk about consent and stuff. So there's that aspect, like you don't have to do what you don't want to do. You could just go and watch. And I think that that's like always a great suggestion for couples that are newbies, like just go in saying to yourselves, you're not going to do anything. You're just going to watch and you never know, you might go further. But knowing that you can do that, I think makes people feel more comfortable their first time. But like what happens for, for that couple or that person that's like, okay, now I see somebody and I want to fuck them. How does that kind of stuff roll in that environment when it comes to consent? Okay, so consent is super important and you never should grope up on anybody or touch anybody without asking, even as simple as a hello kiss or a hello hug. There are people that are triggered by so many different things that you don't even realize. So it's really important that if you are a hugger at initial first sight, if you're welcoming somebody, you ask, is it okay for me to hug you? I'm a hugger. If not, I totally get it. Is it okay for me to you know, give you a kiss hello? Because that's like what I normally do. Like just these simple words of asking is really important. When it's getting down to the point of you actually wanting to bang somebody, if you're... Now let's talk about it in two different ways. If you're a single person and you see like a woman with, you see a wife within the couple that you are interested in, the appropriate thing at that point in time is to go up to the couple together and say, I've seen you from across the room. 
you should approach them together. You don't want to approach the female and have her caught off guard or have the guy thinking that you're trying to approach his woman behind his back. Like you want to be really transparent in your actions. So I really recommend going up to them together and say, hey, I noticed you guys from across the room. You look really just lovely. I would love to take a minute, have a drink with you, chat with you and see if there's any kind of chemistry here or whatever your wording is to make you feel comfortable. Just present it in a way of, I just want to get to know you for a second and not come right out of the gate and just be like let's go in the back and fuck because that's like really aggressive and crazy (laughs) you want to be gentle like I don't I don't want to be approached and feel like somebody's trying to be shady and I don't know that people intentionally mean to do that I think that like our insecurities kind of pop up a little bit and that just is like a natural reaction but that's why the education piece in these conversations are so important is to acknowledge the fact of if you think that part's uncomfortable how are you going to fuck that's the part (laughs) I don't understand yeah 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 so for me it's if you can't have the courage to have a normal conversation well then you really just should not be in my personal space to bang me either so it all comes down to just etiquette and just being polite and really being transparent in your I'm going to use the word expectations of what you're looking for from that couple, but you shouldn't have any expectations at all in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, I had a a woman on who was in the lifestyle and she was saying that she feels more worried about being groped and uh, her boundaries being pushed when she's in a regular bar compared to at the swingers parties that she goes to in the swingers clubs because there is this over communication and people are so into consent that you find people are so much more respectable. Probably it's like the opposite of what you would think. Right. But if you think about it, when you're in a regular bar, that's when you're really going to have the worst stuff happen to you. Most of the people in the lifestyle They know these things already. Yes. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. You know what girls dig? Guys with confidence. And that's especially true in the bedroom. Remember back in the day when you were always super hard and ready to go? Want to get that confidence back in bed? Well, then you need to check out Blue Chew. Blue Chew is an online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. The process is super simple. All you got to do is sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical professionals, and once you're approved, you're going to receive your prescription. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to have an awkward convo, and there's no waiting in line. Your prescription is going to be delivered right to your door in a discreet package. Don't think you need it? Wondering if it works? Well, don't worry. You're going to get to try it for free for a whole month because Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. I've got a special deal for my listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use my code strictlyanon at checkout. Pay just $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code strictlyanon to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And I think Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. And it's true. And and people that's one of the things that bothers me about the the negative thought. Yes, I'm sorry. The perception that people have of the lifestyle is that we're just like these down dirty individuals that will 
bang anybody and this and the other thing. In actuality, there's so many rules and levels to it that for you to get to the point that you've actually connected with somebody and you are going to actually bang, it takes time. It's very rare that you'll go to the club and fuck somebody on the first night. Mm -hmm. That's a very unusual outcome. And so going into these nights with the thought of I'm going into an environment that I think is going to be amazing because of the sexual energy that's just flowing around. Everybody's going to be themselves. I get to be myself and just explore and not have any thoughts about the way that this is going to go and just be open-minded to what is presented to me, if anything, and be able to navigate and accept that and learn and grow with whoever that person or couple is to be able to get to the spot that you guys become intimate. That takes a little bit of work. And so really being delicate with yourself and being open-minded is going to be the most important part. Are there any rules that, you know, clubs or parties have? And if they do have them, is it something that you send in an email to every person? Are they listed someplace? Are there any kind of general rules that you have or other people have going in? So a lot of times when you go to a hotel takeover or more of a BDSM event, there will be some rules that will be set up as to what's allowed, what's not allowed. And and they're all very basic rules of you pretty much just don't touch without asking. If people, if you're in an orgy room and you're watching, don't assume that you're invited to the party. You still have to ask. So there are notations around the clubs. We don't really have anything like that set up. I have been thinking about it more and more simply because we do have so many new individuals walking through the door that I do think that it's a very important thing to have out because you can't possibly talk to everybody. And so you do need to have those tools in place for people to at least acknowledge and see. So I do think that that's the next steps for us to be able to present that at our events. Yeah, because I would because I was wondering, like, say I go in the back room and I'm with my guy and maybe I want to hook up. And I see people like fucking on a bed. Like some people might th- assume, oh, I could just jump in if there is a yeah. bunch of people fucking. But that's not the way it goes, right? No, not at all. No. At every every single step you take, you need to ask permission. You are never invited. There is never an unspoken invitation. Unless you physically hear the words, yes, come with me. I want to do this with you then that's then you're not invited otherwise if there's a slight hesitation if there's a meh a maybe if there's any of these other words other than this direct yes you're not invited to the party and you need to pick up on those cues that either this person can't communicate that with you well enough that you didn't receive the yes and it's your responsibility to interpret that and know that you are not invited because at that time if it becomes messy you're going to be in the wrong and you're going to be the one that's either held responsible, blacklisted, whatever it may be. And you don't want to be in that situation. So if it's not a yes, it is a no. So you go in the back room, you see a bunch of people fucking. Maybe you think, oh, I want to join in with this couple. You ask. And what would you say in that situation? Well, I would kind of 
you can't be a creep, but you got to kind of like hover for a second and see if there's any eye contact. Uh, hover that can sounds be made. creepy. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a very fine line yeah. of what's going on. My <laughs> thing would be if, if you're just somebody, let's say, I'm going to use my club setup as an example because I can ex- explain it. If you're coming from the dance floor area and you walk into the back room and you see a full-on orgy going on, I'm going to say probably at that point in time, you're not invited because it's already begun and it's already in motion. Oh, so they all they all talked about it ahead of time and decided we're going to go have an orgy. It's not like you could just hop on. It's like they set generally this up. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, See, I wouldn't know. Yeah, that. generally no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, generally no. A lot of times when you're at the hotel takeovers, there's there is group playrooms and those etiquettes do work a little bit differently because you can go into that room and kind of hang to the side and see if you do make eye contact with somebody or if you know somebody in that room and want to ask permission it's a little bit more flexible per se in those environments and the thing is though even when you get into that so even if you do get the approval to say you can join like this couple here in this orgy you still have to get approval from everybody else participating in that orgy if you can touch them so yeah. if you're in the middle of two people and all of a sudden another fucking vagina is coming your way, you better not start licking that thing before you ask. <laughs> it's okay to do that. So even if you get into this position where you were invited in, you still have to keep asking consent along the way. Right. At our club events, it is a little bit different because orgies aren't generally happening. They're like one-off fucks or like different things going on that it maybe it could potentially turn into that, but chances of that are very slim to none. And we have private play space also. So the private play spaces are utilized more over the public play spaces. So it's kind of a little different depending on what the scene is of the type of party. Right. But say a couple is in the back and they're fucking and the door is open you know, is you talked about hovering. Are people allowed to watch those people fuck? Because some people are into that. How do you know what's right or not when it comes to hovering or watching? Yeah. Yeah. So in those circumstances, yes, if the door is open, you are allowed to watch from the doorway. Right. So that's the key. Uh Yes. If the door is closed, you are not to open up that door. That is private and done. Some Um, locations have ropes across their doors. Some have curtains. It's all the same. If the rope is up, if the curtain is up, you can't go in there. If the rope is up, you can watch, but you can't take the rope down and go in. If the curtain is closed, you can't open up the curtain. It is just their private space. So it all works the same exact way, but you have to be mindful. Some people don't understand that and they do actually enter the room or they do something disrespectfully and it does turn into an issue. But like you said, sometimes it's not even like the person's doing it because they're or an asshole. It's like a rookie mistake. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know. They're not in the know. If you're not in the lifestyle, you don't know how it works. Yep. Like these kinds of these kinds of little tidbits you're giving my listeners are invaluable, especially for newbies that want to dive in. Because how else would you know if you're not sending out a whole list of rules and regulations and how things are set up? How are people supposed to know what to do? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's exactly it. And a lot of times, not a lot of times, all the time throughout our event nights, we're constantly walking around watching people. Are you being a good patron? Are you doing what's right? We will, we will call you out and we will pull you to the side and be like, we saw you doing this. This is your only warning. 
and we will talk to you in a really great way to let you know maybe you're not knowledgeable in what the etiquette is here, but this is what it is. You can't be doing this. Or right. if somebody approaches us and says, so-and-so just did this, we will make sure we find that person and have a conversation and figure out whether or not it's warranted that they leave and not come back or if it was just a, a misunderstanding because they are new and didn't know. So we are making sure that we travel through the events at all times and all of our staff is always watching to make sure everybody is doing what they're supposed to be doing. I personally have the tendency to be a little bit more hardcore when I see just silly things happening. Like you're a human being. You should know that you shouldn't touch my boob if you didn't ask me. I don't really <laughs> care where we are. You know, so in those moments, I will turn around and be like, I don't, I don't understand like what just happened here. And I probably would get a little bit snippy just because I think it's like silly that somebody would do that. But having to take a step back and be like, okay, let's have a real conversation here and talk through what just happened. This might just be a guy that's so fucking clueless. Sometimes guys are dumb, okay? Mm -hmm. And they got boobs right in front of them. I just it can't help it. I don't know. I mean, like maybe they just don't know. And that's where what it comes down to is what you're saying, right? Sometimes you have to gauge yeah. it whether it's yeah. like the guy's being a fucking douchebag and that's not cool. Or right. This isn't, and I'll give you an example of what it is. So at one of our last events, a female was wearing pasties and these pasties are the ones, how like the pillows, you have the sequence. And if you go one way, it's one color. And if you yeah, pull yeah, the yeah. pasty, the thing is, goes the other. Well, that's what these pasties were. Well, so cool. somebody was doing this to the girl's pasty and a single gentleman saw that that was happening. So he went over and politely asked if he was able to rub the pasty up and change the color. He was given approval to do the, the color change, but he actually ended up groping and grabbing the entire boob and whatever else. Well, that's <laughs> not what you were approved to do. So it's in those moments that you're like, okay, did you just not understand? Did you take advantage? So it's like when something like that happens, now you're on my radar. And yeah, now yeah. I watch you the rest of the night because now I don't know. Now I need to see whether or not you're just being a jerk or if you just don't understand. So that would be an example. Yeah, yeah. Of someone being inappropriate and crossing mm -hmm. the line. And I, I would assume just because, listen, I've never been to a swingers party or a swingers club. It's on like my bucket list. But, you know, from what I hear about the lifestyle, I would assume that there's less of that than more. Like I would assume there's more of people being completely respectable and totally consensual than being like that guy, right? I, I don't think the majority, oh, yeah. of people, right? You don't no. get that, a lot of that in a swingers party or a swingers club, right? Yeah, I would definitely say that you're accurate, that that is not the commonality of what happens yeah. during the events. Maybe I'll tell you what, out of all of our, of, out of all of our events last year, I think that we had maybe three incidences that we had to deal with, two of which was because there was too much alcohol consumption. And the other was just the single gentleman that I was actually just explaining to you <laughs> about the pasty thing, yeah. kind of did some other things throughout the night that was just like a little bit ridiculous, nothing out of line, just like entering rooms when he shouldn't have and all these little mishaps. So for me, I'm like, okay, if these are the things that we're dealing with, then I think that we're doing pretty good here. So no, there's not, there aren't these extreme scenarios that happen and nobody has ever left our event feeling violated, feeling like something happened that shouldn't have happened. Like I've never had that happen ever. 
No, but I think it's important to have zero tolerance for that because people need to feel protected and safe. People are very vulnerable in a situation like that, especially women. You're mm-hmm. scantily clad. You're walking around. You're topless like you are, right? You have great tits. You yep. want to know that people will still respect your boundaries. It's not a boundaryless oh, yeah. place like you say most people probably assume. Yeah, a hundred percent. And specifically geared to single females I'm going to talk to right now is be really strong in your point of view and be really strong in communicating your yes and no's. Because I find that sometimes the single ladies get a little bit timid in, in expressing what they want and how they want it. And especially for the new women coming into it. It's really important for you to know that you are allowed to have as strong of boundaries as you want. And you adjust your boundaries depending on who the individual or individuals are that you're dealing with. And I really emphasize this a lot because when single females come to our events, I can tell that they're by themselves, that they're kind of trying to find their way. And I encourage those women, if you are going to come to an event by yourself, let the host know that you are a unicorn. You're kind of just doing your thing. And for me, it makes me feel more comfortable to know that they're being watched and the staff kind of has their back just because sometimes they aren't strong enough to communicate their words in an environment that's so overwhelming. And I don't mean strong enough. I just mean no, like sometimes mean. it's difficult. Yeah, I don't want to sound rude. No, 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 no. Listen, and I think that what a, a lot of women don't understand and what I've heard and what you is that in that world, women have all the power. That's the one place where the women, they're the ones that do hold the power more so than men. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it a million times. Yeah, well, the lifestyle is definitely a female-led world. Mm-hmm. Women, I think, well, I'm not going to say women are more attractive, but <laughs> men have more of a sexual desire, or maybe they express it more. So for men, they could see 10 females walking by, and chances are they're going to want to bang all 10 of those females. Exactly. If 10 men walk by, <laughs> the chances of me wanting to bang any one of them are probably going to be, and it's just yeah. a very lopsided type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it comes down to, yes, the females are more, they're wanted more they do make the decisions a lot more than the men usually do Mm -hmm. and it is a little bit a woman's world so we should be able to take control and say no I don't want to do this no this doesn't fit me and no I'm not taking one for the team I'm really sorry yeah yeah speak to the single guys because I feel like I've talked to a lot of solo guys in the lifestyle that have been successful but I know that it's sometimes they're not even allowed in the fucking club what's your stance on solo guys and then like in general what do you know about solo guys in the in the lifestyle so you know for me I think it's really unfortunate that the single men have such a stigma but it's warranted most of the time (laughs) I love them because I am a huge huge component I love 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 threesomes with two guys my Mm -hmm. partner loves me watching he loves watching me get banged out I love the composition (laughs) of it all the whole thing is just like one of our most favorite things so I always welcome and encourage the single men to be part of the communities what I encourage them to do though is to learn and educate themselves and learn the proper way to engage with people What is the right way to approach people? How do you ask to be part of a composition? And 
approach it in a delicate way that you're not a bull in the china shop that you don't think that you're better than the man of the, the woman you're trying to bang you got to kind of know your place in a sense and really own what your position is within the composition and feel comfortable with that are so, they allowed to show up solo and to our events, yes, we okay. do welcome single gentlemen. Yes, we do. We make sure that there's a balanced number. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like we have 50 of them at our events. Maybe if we have, you know, five to eight, depending on what the night is, is probably a lot. And now with, as far as age range, I know that you said like every swingers party, every swingers club is very different. Uh, you guys roll a certain way other people do. I'm assuming that there's some places that have... They vet in a different way and it does come down to the way you look or the how your yeah. age and that kind of stuff, right? Are you vet, like sometimes are there those kinds of rules? So there is variations. Yes, there are some groups that doesn't allow people over 50. Mm -hmm. There are some groups that only allow fit individuals. <laughs> Us, mind bender parties, we're, yeah, uh, we're all inclusive to every age range, every body style, every nationality. That's because you're young. You. And that's how the young people roll. That's the way it fucking should be. I, the thing is, is I just want to make sure everybody feels accepted. Because when I came into the lifestyle, it was such a rocky place. And from something that was told, for, for somebody to tell me that it's such like an open environment, non-judgmental, all these things... It was t my total opposite experience. Oh, that's so, interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It was real fucked up. And so for me, it was really important as I built and got integrated into what was already around to make sure people knew we were the melting pot. And you know what? I will accept you for whatever your kink is. And I will accept you for whatever it is that you're bringing to the table because I accept you for you. And I don't care about anything else. And you matter for whatever it is that you are at this moment in time. And I just wanted to make sure that that is what was represented across the board within our community. And I am proud to say that is represented. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's because you're a, a younger woman who running this event. I think it's more old school to be ageist and be like, oh, you can only be fit. I'm sorry, but BBW porn is like the most highly downloaded porn. They just don't realize a lot of guys love that and women love that. I just think that people don't understand that all different kinds of shapes and sizes and people are into them. When I think nowadays we see that in every area of our lives. I grew up in a time where that wasn't the case. I do love it so much that people are so much more open to so many different body styles. Me too. Because mm -hmm. for me, I like we're our biggest, we criticize ourselves the most. And I've had such a journey through this lifestyle with my body from like when I first came into it, being like this very fit individual to going into COVID and everything changing. And so much happened during that time period that my body also changed. And it's been an adjustment to grow into what my new skin was like. Mm -hmm. And just to see how the community just like always is embracing whatever it may be is really helpful because it just, not that you need gratification from other people, but when you're having a tough moment and people accept you in your hard times, like that's really lovely. Yeah. And that's what the lifestyle has shown to me that they're, they will accept you in these moments if you have the right people around you. What about protection? I wanted to ask you real quick. Are there condoms all over? Oh, Do you have yeah. to bring them so, yourself? 
So for us, we are sponsored by a condom company. Mm -hmm. And so we do provide condoms at all of our events. But I will really encourage you to bring your own source of protection. Sometimes people have a latex allergy or something of the sort. So if that's something that you know you're sensitive to, bring your own stuff to ensure that you're going to be properly protected and whatever you need to have a safe night. That responsibility really should be on you because if you're not taking that accountability, why should somebody else do it for you? That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. So even though we do provide them for you, I do encourage everybody to bring their own protection to any event that you go to. And because sex is going down and people are naked, I'm assuming alcohol has to, it's, is it a bring your own or is alcohol served at these events? Because I, I, what I remember it being like when my friend worked in a place, it was a bring your own across the board because people are naked. It's same thing like at strip clubs, if they're totally nude, like you can't be serving alcohol too. Are you allowed to serve alcohol or do people have to bring their own or is there no alcohol or is, there, is it flowing? It, every club is a little bit different. Nine times out of 10, it is a bring your own beverage to yeah. the event. Mm-hmm. But since we do a private club takeover, we do have a bar available. So I think that it depends on the composition of how your event is, is structured and what the relationship is with that venue that you have. Now, do you ever get to fuck at your parties or do you just go to other parties and have fun? Because <laughs> you are like, um, it sounds like if you're hosting these parties, you probably don't have time. Yeah, so I make out with a lot of people at the events. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that I successfully fucked one time at our event and I will say my partner set it up really nice because I'm not really a public. I don't really like to do that in public. It's kind of like my own. I just want to get freaky behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. So he set up my boutique as a personal little fuck tent. And so we had a little threesome in there and that was really great. Um, But no, generally speaking, we really like to keep our eyes on the event and make sure everything is flowing. So we don't get to really do that. We do go to other events to make that happen or we have our own private thing at home like you said you guys are rarely into threesomes you do that on the on the side and I would assume you you know all the people are you guys on apps too or do you get your people from your community well, this is my issue and this is where I have a hard time <laughs> yeah. because I don't really like to play with anybody that has come from my business strictly because I don't want there to be any kind of repercussion of my business. Yeah. I've been there, done that and mm-hmm. learned real quick. So I'm very selective on who we actually play with. There's this one couple that we absolutely love and adore that we have a consistent play whatever with them when we go out of state. So there is very select individuals and is very private and nobody really knows who those individuals are. I keep that very secret. So even though I talk so publicly and I share all of my experiences, nobody would actually know who my play people are. Right. And I would think, though, that so many people want to fuck you. Listen, you're hosting mm. the party. You're super hot. I'll have pictures of you on my Patreon. People will see you and then they go to your <laughs> website and see you. You're super hot. You have a hot body. Like, I know you Thank were saying you. you were insecure about it, but when she's like a regular yeah. girl that's just insecure for no reason. Yeah. So I would assume so many people are dying to hook up with you because <laughs> you, especially because they can't have you. Yeah. And I think that at this point in time, people really respect that boundary of mm-hmm. mine. I am very clear on my boundaries. Yeah, and- that's called being professional. And I appreciate well, that. You. I think that that's how you should fucking be in business. You know what I mean? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so listen, 
you are the entrepreneur. You are a very business-minded person. You have your mind-bender parties. I think a lot of people are going to be interested in going to them after you've talked all about them here. And now they know all the rules. You don't have to send them to them. <laughs> you yes. also have your podcast and you also have your boutique. So give your shout outs to everything again so people could check you out. I'll also put the code to SDC in the description as well. And I'll put links to everything, but give your shout out again to everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much. So yeah, if you want to find more about the podcast and myself, you can go to mizzybender.com. The podcast is right there when you launch onto the page and it also will direct you to Mindbender Parties and Mizzy's Boutique but they all have their own entities Mizzybender.com Mizzy'sBoutique.com and MindbenderParties.com but if they go to Mizzybender.com they could then link to everything like they're going to be able to navigate to every place and I'm sure if you're at Mindbender Parties same thing you can navigate back and forth through all three of them and then they could go get more information on your podcast right I was on your podcast you're going to air it soon I don't know if maybe I'll yeah. air this around the time you air yours. So you interviewed me for your podcast. So people, I will put a link to your podcast as well as your website and all that good stuff in the description. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, thanks for calling in. This was, I think, a super helpful, educational episode. It's what you love to do. You could tell you're a smart bitch. I think people will love your podcast. I feel like we touched upon a lot of different things, but if they want to know more, they could go check out your show as well. Yeah, definitely. And your podcast will be airing on February 15th. So however this maps out, just so people know that is the time block that you will be going live. I'm very excited for people to hear your journey and just the conversation that we had because I do think that we laugh a lot but we also (laughs) share so much goodness from your side and it was so powerful so I'm really excited for the listeners to hear that so go check out my podcast on her podcast on the 15th but check out her podcast in general and send me some hot pics from my patreon you're not going to be anonymous because you show your face everywhere so but send me some hot pics for my patreon and thanks so much for calling in Mizzy this was great Thank you so much for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.